With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. That's <laughs> disgusting right there. Mm-hmm. Woo. Oh, hey guys. Welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. I gotta get out of this goddamn redneck exit. Shit. I'm not doing it again. I'm not. I'm away from that. Summer Shayla. of 84. And remember, this was almost the summer you lost your virginity. Mike? <laughs> not yet. Close enough to kiss your sister. Oh, shit. Well, fuck your brother. A, he is a slut. Huh? So this one's on VOD right now. You guys can watch it on VOD. VOD. Zot? VOD. I would find him. Kneel before VOD. <laughs> that should be their slogan right there. Kneel before VOD. But, uh, you know, it's on VOD right now. You can order it from your television set. Sitting on your couch. Can't believe it. Technology's great if you know what you're doing with it. Fucking sucking dust. It's yet another Stranger Things retro 80s slasher. You can't really call it a slasher. No, it's not a slasher. It's not a slasher. No, it's a... It's, it's, a, it's a hardy boys in the 80s. You guys, do you remember Ghost Rider in the 90s? Yeah. That was a dope-ass show. I used to carry around a notepad, too. But yeah, it's another one of those retro 80s films. It's got the synthesizer, uh, Stranger Things type soundtrack. I bet you wore crotchless it's panties got... and barked like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's got uh, kids on bicycles, kids playing a game called Manhunt, where they use walkie-talkies. Not the video game kids. The, the real that Manhunt. Shit was, that that was dope as fuck, but yeah. Fucked up! <laughs> it was fucked up! They're trying to find out who's killing all these kids. The sheriff's office reports they're likely looking for a white male. Preferred targets appear to be males aged 12 to 16. They investigate it and bad shit happens. We'll leave it at that. There is some spoilers because we have to talk about the end of the movie. Those aren't going to be until the very end of the video. We'll give you plenty of warning. It's a serial killer. Overall, the, the interactions and the, the friendships that are formed throughout the summer or, or just the, these, these four friends that are hanging out, it, it feels legitimate. It feels cool. There are problems with it every once in a while that <clears throat> some of the humorisms that you know that came with the 80s are kind of forced. I mean, there's nothing like, sometimes it just feels a little bit more than it should, but it does give you the nostalgic feeling for those days gone by. I mean, I mean I'm, we weren't, you know, this age in the 80s or anything, but like even in the 90s when there wasn't like a lot of things to do except, you know, except go outside and play. There's a serial killer on the loose. What else could possibly be this exciting? Incoming titties. Like incoming Fucking. titties. These kids incoming are obsessed titties. with fucking. What you are. Fucking. And I like the tagline that, like, you know, I don't know why, but my mind kind of went to the Michael Myers thing. Like, in every, like, suburbs are where the weird and crazy shit happen. And that's fucking true no matter what. That's blood. Baby. Hey. Guys, I'm freaking out, okay? Relax. You look like you're 30. It's gonna be fine. Now go. The, the humor's there, too. Like, the humor between the friends. Yeah. I like the humor. Like, they, you know, they're all, like, looking at nudie magazines up in their, like, cool-ass clubhouse. I wish I had a clubhouse like that. But, then, you know, they're like, 
look at these tits, man. I'm just gonna go, I gotta go uh, make a deposit from the sperm bank. And she like, it just seemed like normal conversation that like four, you know, four kids would have that age or whatever. They love talking and, about like, you know, and touching their one little moment, wieners. Yeah, and they're having like a serious conversation. And then you just hear out of the left, left side, incoming titties. And then they grab the <laughs> binoculars to look across the street at the girl next door. And the girl next door is fantastic, by yeah. the way. She did a great job. She was totally believable, but also not a total bitch. She was likable. This but might get into a little bit of a spoiler thing now. Okay. Well, let's get a rating first. Whoa. Oh, yeah, okay, rating. Okay, go ahead. Don't you order the breadsticks before you order the goddamn pizza. First off, don't you tell me what the fuck order. I gotta go first. <laughs> I want some french fries with goddamn Arby's. First off, I don't want any french fries. I want them American fries. Don't you go order no Big Buford now. I ain't get paid till Thursday. Damn it. You get you that two for four spicy What cheese. about them goddamn coupons you uh -huh. get locked in your trunk compartment? Mm, I'm spend the, the, in your glove compartment. Hell, they're expired. You can still try. It don't hurt to try. God damn it, I want that new speaker system. Okay. Uh, Both. Here we go. Get in there. Uh, now, I'm going to give this movie a 7. Go on and get it. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I'm going to give it 7.5. I liked it a little bit better than you, but not much better. I mean, I, again, the same problems are there. And I agree with you that it, it does seem in some ways that we've been down this route before. While there are some elements that are new, most of them are just recycled stuff that we've seen the last uh, you know, five or six years. And there's nothing wrong with that. I enjoy it. However, there are some times that you're like, well... I kind of want something different now. I kind of want to kind of I see something new on screen that I haven't really experienced. Not that it's always going to happen, but this whole setting of the 80s, as cool as the 80s were, because they're fucking awesome. Like, there's a movie coming out. It's not a horror movie or anything, but I mean, I think it's called the mid-90s. Like, I think the next decade to tackle would be the 90s. Or just, you know what? I mean, do the 80s, but do another section of the 80s. Like, don't also do kids on bikes. With synthesizers. Yeah, I mean, you like, could do a different version of that. You could have done, I mean, you can do uh, uh, an 80s movie that takes place in, like, senior year of high school. Or, I mean, I know this could technically be considered that. Yeah. Or, or, or you could do college. Or you could just do a guy working in the 80s. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. But, yeah, 7.5, 7.0. It's still a solid movie. Still check it out. If you, like, if you like The Stranger Things and you like the It movie, um, if you like those kind of films overall, go check it out. And see what what you, I mean. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna like it. And it's a good mystery movie too. And, and you know, uh, Mystery Team is actually a funny movie with Donald Glover. And it's, it's not horror at all, but it's funny as shit. Like I recommend right. that. Um, but you know what it's like though. It's like um, when Marvel uh, releases their 17th uh, movie announcement about a sub character. Mm. Like and like at first you're like Captain Marvel, holy fuck, or you're like the Avengers, holy fuck. And then by the time they get to Necro Man, you're like, ah, holy. You, you feel like you're. I've been to waiting all year for it. <laughs> You feel like like you're supposed to be like overhyped, but deep down you're not. But you're so used to reacting that way. Okay. Like when the synthesizer music pops on in this, the insides may want to go, "That's fucking rad." But then I'm like, "You've seen it ten times." Yeah, <laughs> like, I can't. You know, well, it is cool though. I mean, I don't it's think dope. I think yeah. synth music will never not be cool. Just like the keyboard that used to hold it like this, like a guitar. The guitar. Guitar. I'm bringing it back. You're guitarded. Guitarded. You are. Jimmy's. Not Jimmy's. You people. I am. Yeah. Jimmy's lobster shack. Jimmy's lobster. We got that butter to dip so in. So you got fucked. Hey. Uh, so anyway, the ending, which saves right. the movie. So makes I, awesome. I want to talk about really quick. Uh, one of the characters that was under suspicion is uh, named Mackie. Falcon. Falcon Punch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I wish Anthony Mackie did that. Uh, uh, but Mackie. Uh, is suspected early, early on by Davey as being the serial killer that they're all looking for. At first, you're like, yeah, Mackie just seems like a normal, like, he seems like an average dude. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. Maybe a little sad. He lives alone. 
he doesn't really have anything going on in his life except his work and maybe hanging out with the neighborhood kids or just being nice generally speaking. However, there's one scene specifically speaking that he's sitting on his front lawn in a lawn chair drinking beers watching kids play stickball and doing this and then he's like, who wants a frisbee pop? Like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, sir. I know that it's the summer of 84 and there were things were a little different, but you could not have been more obvious in your weird, strange fucking sexual predatorness unless you were eating a Subway sandwich and holding a fucking book that said How to Direct by Victor Salva. It was, and, he, and he does do this weird look too, like when the camera kind of zooms in. I'm that just was like, a, he's like, yeah. <laughs> at he's first like, he was all happy. I know, he was happy that the, the, the kids took his, like the popsicles or whatever, but then he was like, I didn't charge him for it. Like <laughs> he, he remembered he has to pay, but Anyway, that was that was funny though. No, it was, but I mean, they were trying to like, I, like I guess if we're going into spoilers at this point, mm -hmm. the, the, conf the so it's all confirmed that Mackie is in fact the serial killer. He eventually catches up to Woody, which and, and, and you know in a twist, fucking bisquick tits switch. I mean, he fucking cuts his throat. So one Who of them that start with the letter Q. Oh shit. <laughs> She's been studying on Jeopardy. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, but he cuts the kid's throat, and it, it shocks you because you're like, I was not expecting one of the crew to die. Like, I got one sad. of the main crews, and I'm like, sad. damn. Because I kept thinking, it was like the end of my girl. I was like, he can come back. Yeah. <laughs> He's okay. And I felt like, uh, I don't know, all of a sudden, a fucking popped in my head, like that Glenn Frey song from Ghostbuster 2, like, all around this city. Like, that Flip City song came. I was like, they flipped it. They flipped their shit. <laughs> You know, I, it really threw me for a loop there, uh, Fruit Loops, and I'm like, I, I didn't see that coming. And then Davey uh, comes out of the woods and he sees the body of his friend, and then Mackie jumps on him and like does this whole like, you stop everything, everything, like. <laughs> Like, he does this whole like monologue. By the way, it, I mean, I know I'm making, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of joking about it, but it was well done. I mean, they had the red light, like the uh, tail lights of the police car in this one scene. They're both head to head, and then Mackie says something really fucking scary. He was like, "No, spit's going in his mouth." Yeah, and, uh, and basically so they're making. Basically, we made out. Uh, he's like saying. Um, He's like, you know, death is too good for you because you stole everything from me. So what I'm going to have you do is live. And then you never know when I'm coming around the corner. Always over the back, you know, your shoulder is going to be looking. And then one day you'll be right and I'll be there. So basically what he's doing is he's telling your dad. It's basically your dad after you break curfew. You never know when I'm coming. <laughs> I will beat your ass when you break curfew. Like, fucking dad shit. Go have another Budweiser. Why would you love me? That's the best part. But it was. That. It was fucking scary. Yeah. And, that, and that guy that played Mackie, man, at that part... Man, he owned the shit out of that. Yeah. That whole serial killer well, thing. First off, the guy who played Mackie does look like the fat fish's big boy that's grown up. <laughs> fish's big boy. You know the, the little fat statue that's like, oh, sandwiches. And he looks like he's grown up. <laughs> he that's kind of just. He's not that fat even. It's just the way his face yeah. works. He's like, wait, wait, one fucking second. Garden loud, big boy. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so that scene like set, it changed everything because this it had the balls. Even though it's a, a VOD movie, or whatever, this had the balls to set up sequels forever. It had the balls to create its own Michael. Only you know he's not going to be supernatural. But if they wanted to now, they could continue. They could do the Laurie Strode thing with his kid. Like he gets older, he never knows when he's going to come back. He could keep popping up back into well, his life. Was it like summer of '94? <laughs> yeah. Ten years later. That's a fucking great idea. You can make a whole. Um, you can make a whole series out of this movie now, and it's ballsy to do that for a VOD movie. And it's also ballsy if they never make another movie to end it on that savage fucking note. Like because the kid had pinned him. The kid was. His 
parents were happy. He'd gotten away with it all. You got in the he whole hero of the town. Ending, yeah. And then this dude comes back, which you knew it wasn't going to end like that. I mean, they set it up obviously he was going to come back. I can't believe his parents let him sleep by himself, living across the street from the guy he just put in jail. Well, they were police cruisers. Shitty there, fucking parents, no, man. Not really. No, they're shitty fucking parents. A lot of them. He works at the news channel six, okay? <laughs> and he looks like a, a, a shitty version of the dude from Bushwhacked and, uh, yeah. and City Slickers, but. And uh, Celtic Pride, but uh, now nah, the the way it ended, the savage way it ended, the way it and threw everything on its head. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we're saying this whole Merv, uh, Merv. Yeah, it's like Merv. Merv. <laughs> Suck brick, kid. Merv. Um, <laughs> Merv. Uh, but uh, yeah, that that made the whole movie. By the way, I want to point out though that when. When the kids like, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I'm getting crossfire. CNN. So Wolf Blitzer is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Incoming news. No, that's anyway. It could be somebody else. I don't know. Uh, he's happy. So uh, what uh, the thing happened though is at the end when you know Davies, you know, he's like I said, he's the hero and stuff. This all twists and turns on its head, and then. You know, he gets rescued. I mean, by the way, Mackie does. He cuts the fucking kid's Achilles. And you see, yeah. it, every time I see it, I get scared. Thanks, Hostel. I now they're all doing it. Every fucking time. They just anyway, did it in Puppet Master. You see too. him, like, yeah, dragging his fucking, you know, foot. Anyway, he gets rescued, and that's, you know, you, you're, you're kind of thinking at the end of the movie the way that it pulls out. Uh, this kid's probably going to be in a psych ward for a little while. And I actually thought he was when when his parents are, you know, when he's being talked to and he's crying or whatever, and then he's rocking back and forth, you know, at one scene. I thought he was going to end it there, and he was like going to be in like a psych ward trying to deal with what he's, you know, the emotional trauma and maybe going into the witness protection program. But no, I do also want to point out, if you'll notice, on the shelves when he's crying, there's games. It's uh, Sorry, and I wonder if that was kind of a nod to like, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have got you guys into this, and I'm sorry. Because he loses his friends, too. But then I also looked, and that might have just been my own imagination, because I also saw above that was Monopoly. It's a, <laughs> it's a game of skill and chance. But, you know, I'm So like, this movie's a tale of capitalism. Dude, I, Pascal, dude, I collect $200. Uh, yeah, I, so I was maybe just reading a lot more poetically into that. <laughs> I hold silver and a wag. <laughs> nice fucking model. Uh, anyhow, but um, at the very last scene of the movie, which I thought was well done, you see the destruction of his friendships because the other two kids that weren't on the adventure with him that gave up, they're tearing down the, the they're tearing down the uh, the clubhouse. And that one kid, the one with the leather jacket, he's fucking meaning it too. He's like, fuck it, I hate this fucking thing. And that one kid with the glasses, like, I like him the beginning of that when he's washing his cars, like. Yeah. Well, those kids, but but his friends, his two other best friends, that you know, they see him riding by on his bicycle. They're done with him. Like they, yeah. you know, like you cost our other friends his life. Basically. Yeah, that, that was a that was a dark uh, yeah. undertone. And I liked it. And I liked it. And also, by the way, we didn't mention this throughout the film. There is like a lot of darker things going on. Like the kid, the leather jacket, um, Tommy, I think his name is. Uh, he's he's dealing with a lot of problems anyway because his parents are getting divorced. And he wore this shirt though. Yeah. He did. He wore a bad religion. He's not into. Hey, cut the sleeves off. He's into though. bad religion. I didn't want to ruin this one. Uh, but anyhow, so you know, he's there's a lot of you know parents getting divorced, and he's a kid trying to deal with that. There was like things like that going on too. But yeah, you see, and I always felt like what the summer of '84 maybe is representing too at the very end of the film is the loss of innocence. At this point, he's grown up. Like he's lost his friends. One of his best friends are dead now. 
But he's still in that same goddamn paper round. Can we just get him <laughs> off the escalator? Hey, kids, your your fucking kids on the escalator. I mean, it's just. I, I mean, why would you go back to doing that? I guess you need money for whatever those new Nikes that are coming out next year. They need a monologue in the film, goddamn it. But yeah, so you see that, and the, and the last thing is it pulls back. You know, him talking about the suburbs where like real crazy shit happens. You never know if your next door neighbor could be a killer. That actually sounds like a like a Goosebumps novel or something. But yeah. still, man, the ending of that is really where it takes its uh, takes the cake. The very last probably 25 minutes of the movie. You know, take out the cursing and all the talking about jizzing and jerking off. Um, and you, Why? You could actually, <laughs> this would have been a good version of a Goosebumps movie. It would have been, yeah. I mean, it could have definitely held its own. That is no fucking crazy Well, I mean, I, I, didn't, I like the idea that, well, because Goosebumps would never have allowed the, 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 uh, the you know, the partly melted face. Or right, like, but, but I mean, uh, really, this movie didn't hinge on that stuff. It no. hinged on the mystery. Uh, but it would have been probably I, cooler I, that way. Yeah, that probably. Way. I, well, I mean, also, I don't know if Goosebumps would have also allowed the darker themes going through it, like the divorce and like no, you that. Touch and the hot babysitter that wants to get with that kid, which, by the way, no way. luckiest Fucking kid no ever. Way. It wouldn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. She should have gone to jail. He, he looks like uh, what's that kid's name from Superbad? Uh, the skinny one, McLovin. No, it didn't look like McLovin. The other one. Oh, uh, John Cena. No, Michael Cera. Michael Cera. There you go. She smells like soup. Miss Butter. She smells like soup. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you guys gotta stop doing but, that in these movies. By the way, there was no chance. Well, I think, I think no. Chance. I think they're just playing out like we wish that had happened. She needs to be a little uglier. But well, that's all I'm saying. Anyhow, uh, my ex-wife is unavailable. So. <laughs> Uh, so either way, the movie itself is solid. The ending is really where where I think it takes the ultimate prize for being a really unique film. And I wish they had explored that more, but whatever. We get that at the very last 20, 25 minutes of the movie. And I think that ultimately is where it all leads up to, and it's it's worth it at the very last part. The very last bite of that cheesecake is worth every fucking caloric intake. Sets it off. Put it in. Like I got nacho Noss. cheese I and they ended up a potato stick. I don't know nothing. What you know about them potato sticks and covered in that natural cheese? I don't know where I'm going it's with this. Diabetes. Comment down below with your all thoughts. We love your fucking faces. And if you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some goddamn wham opinion. Goddamn! <laughs> you're out of the club! Not tomorrow, not next week, now! <laughs> not you. Him. <laughs> we watched a movie. Yeah. We watched a movie. We watched it. Tune out with Nevia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at moen.com slash nebbia.